Hello, and welcome to The Tish. I'm Dina Weiss. If you had to point to the most miraculous time described in the Torah, the time that's the most wonder and miracle heavy, you would probably choose the events of the exodus of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. God says explicitly um, to Pharaoh that because he's delaying letting God's people go, God is going to send the most strongest, most impressive miracles and wonders. And so there's some way in which Yitzhak Mitzrayim is almost like an advertisement for how powerful God is and what God can possibly do. But the Kedushat Levi is actually not impressed. He essentially says that what we are classifying as incredible miracles or supernatural events just appear that way to us. But from God's perspective, there is no such thing really as a miracle. The philosophical term for this is occasionalism, which is to say that the whole world exists by virtue of God's decisions for it. And God is actively, right, spinning the world on its axis. God is actively every morning calling the sun to shine and every evening telling the sun to set. So if one day the sun never goes down, that's not actually more powerful for God than if the sun were to set, because both of them are just an expression of what God decided God wanted to do on that day. To make this idea very concrete, it would be as if I ate a peanut butter sandwich every day for lunch. And then one day I decided I am going to be having grilled cheese. You would not call that a miracle. You would call that a departure from my regular routine. And so the Kedushat Levi says the right way to think about the difference between miracles and our regular, ordinary, non-supernatural lives is really just the difference between what God is accustomed to doing, what is God's normal routine, and what are God's departures from those habits. This doesn't mean to say that God isn't interrupting the course of nature and performing miracles, but that when he does so, the truly amazing miraculousness of what he is doing is not actually about the act itself. What is amazing is God's willingness to say, even though I've always done it this way, even though this is the preferred way that I have for the world to run, I am going to interrupt it for you. I'm going to make an exception. I am going to change the course of events for you. And so a miracle is not actually an expression of God's power and God's strength. It's actually an expression of God's willingness to be flexible, of God's willingness to say, maybe the way that I've always done things and the way that I will continue to do things in the future is not the only way. And for you, I am going to make a shift. What's really beautiful to me in this lesson is, first of all, it reminds us that what miracles are at their core is not God showing off, but God showing love. And it enables us to see the ways in which 
we can also be miracle workers, right? If being a miracle worker means that you're simply someone who takes other people's needs into account, if you're someone who recognizes exigent circumstances and is willing to be a little flexible to change the way that they've done things in order to save or help or accommodate someone else, then we too can be miracle workers. Miracles are no longer the province of God. They are also in the human province that we can and should be willing to say, even though this is the way that I've always done it, it doesn't have to be the way that I'm doing it now. If this is something that is causing you pain, if this is something that is causing you inconvenience, if this is something that you would like me to pause, I can do that for you. So on the one hand, right, when we humanize God's miracles, when we say we could also be miracle workers, it may seem to diminish God's awesome power, God's ability to create and change the natural world. But on the other hand, when we recognize that when we engage in accommodating behavior, we are also being, in some ways, miraculous ourselves, that enables us to acknowledge how really difficult it can be to be flexible, how difficult it can be to change, that that actually is deserving of being called a miracle. Just as every miracle is really an act of love, so too every act of love is a miracle. This episode was produced by Sam Greenberg, Effie Unterman, and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chabinski for recording and editing this episode. Music for the Tish is from Hanna Raskin's debut album, Raza Capella, produced by Rising Song Records. Mm-hmm.